Welcome to the episode 198 of the Dan York Report. I was reminded today of how much of a bubble that I sometimes live in with regard to IPv6 and all of that. I called up Time Warner Cable, my cable provider here and my internet provider, because I noticed on their website that I could get a much better deal um, for on a monthly fee um, for a better internet connection than I have right now. So I called them, <coughs> I started talking to them, and first of all discovered that the reason why the rate showed up better on the page was because it didn't have my zip code in, and the, the rates that were available for my zip code were were different. But be that as it may, I actually wound up getting a promotion on a higher speed of connection for about $10 less a month than I'm paying right now. So all was good. But in the midst of that, I was talking to the person. I said, well, I need to make sure that I can get IPv6 because she said I was going to have to get a new modem, a new cable modem. And uh, she had no idea what I was talking about uh, when I said IPv6 and this and that. I said, oh, I, I'm sorry. I don't really know that. That's what we have our techs for, our, tech, our technicians. And uh, I just smiled and was amused and then a little while later, I had a problem with our internet connection, and I decided I would go and get the actual cable modem today. I was going to wait until tomorrow or some future time, but went and did it. And, of course, it didn't work quite right because the cable modems that they provide these days are for people in residential homes who don't have the kind of internal network that I have. Most people just want a basic box that has a wi- oh, you know, a Wi-Fi on it and you know, plug in a couple devices and you're good to go. But I want to run my own network. I have my own firewall. I have my own access point. I have my own stuff on here. I want to do my own thing. All I want is a cable modem that gives me a connect- connection to the internet. I want raw internet. That's all I want. I'll take everything from there. But of course, this <coughs> this access point or this uh, cable modem that I got um, was not that. It has a Wi-Fi access point in it, had a router, it had all that stuff. So I spent the most part of an hour on the phone with a technician as he talked to other people and they accessed it remotely because, of course, they don't give customers the ability to connect to it. So he went in and turned off the Wi-Fi, which was great, but then it was still doing NAT, and so my home server gateway was getting a double layer of NAT and on and on. Eventually... They did get it all shut down, so it was just a basic cable modem, and I was able to get an external IP address, IPv4 address, on the edge of my server, my home router, and uh, and all was good. But even here with the technician, I was asking him, I said, well, will I be able to get IPv6 to work correctly? Because it was working fine this morning, this afternoon, it was all perfect, everything was great. And I use IPv6 these days to access a whole number of our services and stuff like that. And since I work in IPv6 advocacy, it's kind of good to have it. Well, this technician that I was at was really didn't know much about it. And he said, well, I, could get one, I can connect you to one of our specialists who would be able to do this. Ah, I should say this was the second tech. The first tech had really no idea. He was, you know, frontline triage who had a basic script that, you know, to go through about what to do to make things work with getting devices connected. He had transferred me to the internet group, which was the gentleman I, who I spent most of the time with trying to work through to get all this working. But then uh, at the end of the day, I <coughs> I still don't have IPv6. I have a suspicion that it may be this particular device doesn't 
work quite right with IPv6. I don't know. I got to tomorrow or some other day, I'll spend time on a, on a line with some technician there. But it was just interesting to, to see again that, you know, all the stuff I do, the world I live in, the bubble that I'm in, that's all about IPv6 is just that, you know, it's, um, it's a bubble. It's people who really care about this and we do care about it passionately. But the good news is that for the vast, vast majority of people, if we do things right, they don't have to care. They shouldn't have to care. They should just be able to get onto the internet, connect to it, go to Facebook, go to YouTube, go to whatever sites they want to go to, and they shouldn't have to care about all this stuff. It's down underneath the, the you know, underneath the hood. It's all happening down at the lower levels of the plumbing of all that. But just a reminder again, for all the stuff I do and all the people who I interact with who know all about IPv6, who use it, who do all this kind of stuff, it's always a, just a nice little reminder that we are so in the minority. And we got to change that, but to a certain degree, we do need to get to the people who need to care. And the vast majority of people really don't. But that was just my little exposure to the IPv6 bubble and a reminder that I'm living in one, loving it. Absolutely, and working with people to make it grow bigger and do more. But still, it's, it's just an interesting little glimpse into uh, how the rest of the world is thinking or not thinking about some of these kind of things. That's all for now. You can leave comments here at soundcloud.com slash danyork or anywhere else left on social media. Thanks for listening. You can find my audio and writing at danyork.me. Bye for now.